Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Inflation will remain higher for longer, but domestic demand will remain robust this year. They are just two of the findings of the latest quarterly estimates from the respected think tank, the ESRI. And Conor O'Toole is Associate Research Professor at the Economic and Social Research Institute and joins me now on the line. Good morning, Conor. Good morning, Joe. So, Conor, inflation will remain a bit sticky. Yes, it certainly will. So I, th- I think the, the best way to contextualize it is that relative to, to where we, we previously saw inflation, we do see it coming down somewhat this, this year relative to our previous expectations. So, you know, at, at the end of 2022, we, we really saw quite a high inflation rate this year, up, up, up over 7%, which was going to be incredibly challenging for, for many, many households. However, you know, there have been developments in, in, in the energy markets in particular over the past couple of months that lead us to believe that the inflation rate won't be as high uh, as that uh, for this year. So we're looking at, a, at an inflation rate around 4.5% per, for this year. You know, th- there's a couple of implications of that, that, that as you've said there, is going to lead into to much more robust domestic demand than we had previously expected. So we've kind of upgraded our forecasts around that. You know, households are going to have more money to be able to spend goods and services, you know, and that, that's going to probably uh, give a, a little bit more security uh, on the domestic side to, to businesses to to invest. So I, I see that you're predicting that modified domestic demand will be 3.8% this year. And some may say, oh, that's that's much less than previous years. But GDP, of course, is, is not a really fair, accurate reflection of the Irish economy because it includes so much foreign direct investment. Yeah, so, so the modified domestic demand is a good indicator for, for what's happening here on the ground in, in many ways. So it captures household spending, captures government spending, and also investment, excluding some of the, the, the more globalized effects of, of the multinationals. So it's a much better lens than some of the headline indicators into what's happening here. And, you know, we're, we're actually upgrading our forecast relative to where we were, uh, in the winter commentary for, for modified domestic demand. And that's really on the, on the, the back of the, the, you know, the somewhat more, uh, uh, the, the benign inflationary environment. Now, I, I say benign, we, we do expect prices are still going to rise notably this year. Uh, but, and the levels have gone up, you know, quite considerably over the, the past uh, number of years, which, which is very challenging for, for many, many households. But, you know, that said, we are downgrading the, the inflation rate forecast. So the rate of growth we expect it to be uh, less you, than it was. Before. Are you worried about overheating? Yes, we are. I guess the best way to, to, to describe our concerns at present is, you know, th- there are a lot of international headwinds. Uh, obviously the, the, the financial sector distress that we've seen, uh, in the period j- just gone with, with the, the bank failures in, in the US and, and the banking strain in, in Europe, you know, there are, you know, th- that will feed into international demand that, that may, uh, you know, cause headwinds in terms of the, the sale of our export goods. But that, but our, our, our export markets are, are very concentrated towards, uh, you know, sir, towards the computer services, towards the pharmaceuticals. So, you know, our, our economy isn't necessarily uh, as, as exposed to, to some of the international fluctuations as it 
would have been in, in the past in a broad-based sense. It's, it's much more concentrated and has kind of concentration risk. So the overheating really is, 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 is coming through our concern around one, the, the labor market continues to perform exceptionally well. So, you know, we're forecasting uh, just over 4% unemployment rate for, for this year. So, you know, that is an economy really operating close to, to full employment. And that's um, despite some of the headline losses in the technology sector. Yes, it is. The, the tech employment is only about six percent of the total. So, so you know, even if there's if there's job losses in that sector, there are other sectors that that are still growing in terms of employment. And the, the other thing to remember about the the tech job losses, certainly up till this point, is that you know many of the 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 people who have lost their jobs in that sector have good reemployment probabilities so they're you know they're high skilled they can they've transferable uh, capacities so the other companies are are stepping in uh, to to really um take them on uh, as employees so th- so they're able to find other employment i think that the challenge would be and certainly the risk we've called out in the in the in the commentary is that if there was a much more uh, deep downturn in the tech sector that could be much more problematic when those if those re- reemployment probabilities and, and and other opportunities were to dry up for those if those uh, employees that could be much more problematic yeah. the other problem with the, the ICT sector that I might mention is that while it is only 6% of employment it's a much much higher share of exports and yeah. a much much higher share of and of, corporation of, tax, tax receipts exactly yeah the the corp tax uh, payments so um you know downturns there can be very problematic if they if they spill over into these other headline activities in particular hit the, the tax take did you make any commentary about the lack of housing posing an issue to the economy overall yeah i think at, at this point ha- housing you know we've seen for many many years that there's been a structural undersupply of housing you know it's it's fed through into rental price inflation it's fed through into to house price inflation you know we, we can see the kind of chronic uh, housing shortages uh, coming through in a number of different aspects you know it, it's clearly becoming a constraint for businesses you know you, you hear certainly anecdotal evidence of companies looking to to try and find housing for for new employees etc so it, you know it is naturally at this stage you know given we've had this this challenge for such a long period of time becoming a break on on the the economy and and you know it, it's one of the the infrastructural bottlenecks along with with the health sector that you know we've certainly been calling for additional investment in and, and calling for a, a strategy to try and um potentially use some of the the windfall corporation tax uh, receipts in the appropriate manner you know with with an assessment of whether the economy can can handle it in the short term to try and deal with some of these infrastructural deficits I, I, i'm sure the government would be watching that very carefully uh, keen as they are to get a, a handle on the housing crisis connor thank you so much that's connor o'toole uh, from the esr breakfast business with enterprise ireland on news talk